making brands and sales of SA's entertainment industry. Business of Entertainment with Martin Myers on Cape Talk. On Cape Talk. Good evening to the listeners of Cape Talk. It's just past 9 p.m. on Thursday night on Cape Talk and you're tuned in to the business of entertainment with me, your host, Martin Myers. I look forward to welcoming you into my world of the business of entertainment for the next 30 minutes. We bring in guests, we have a fireside chat, and we talk about the business side of the entertainment industry to inspire us all. If you've never tuned in, this is the business side of the entertainment space. We're not teaching you about Middle C. And tune in for the next 30 minutes. You can always WhatsApp us on 072-567-1567. You can tweet us at Cape Talk, one word. And you can tune in on 567 AM as you have done so, or you can listen to DSTV channel 885. And I'm delighted to welcome tonight on a, on a chilly Thursday evening, wrapped up warmly, um, an extraordinary woman who I've known for maybe 15, 20 years. She can correct me. I would call her a doyen of the entertainment industry. But in, in the space that we, we sometimes discuss and we realize, do we actually need she is what you call a music agent. I can see you listening at home going, I've heard of a manager, but what the heck does an agent do? Well, she works with some of the biggest corporates in South Africa. No free advertising, so we're not dro- name dropping who they are, but you'd know all the corporates she works with. Works extensively in Sun City, all around South Africa. Manages an eminent Mozambican artist who studied at UCT, Marera Chongisa. Works extensively with her band, Three Tons of Fun, but most of all, books, corporate entertainment, South African acts for those big end-of-year bashes and mid-year bashes when you're handing out awards. Delighted to have in studio Leslie Wells. Thank you for for giving up your time on this chilly Thursday evening, Leslie. Thank you for having me. What does an agent do? Do I really need you if I'm in the music business? Well, there are Yes, I, it's a question that agents talk about a lot because um, events, we sit at the, um, in the middle and we walk a tightrope between entertainers, the performers, artists, musicians, and then the client. So I use the analogy, it's a bit like being an estate agent or a human resource consultant, employment agent. You're walking between two masters, essentially. And when I, when we started off over 20 years ago, it there was, it was more of um, the the fact that musicians were finding gigs for their friends, and it wasn't done very professionally. It wasn't. Um, it, it it was a sort of a mismatch sometimes between um, if, if if you couldn't do a gig, you would give it to to your pal, and then the client wasn't happy with you know what the end result was. So there was a gap in the market, and um, colleagues of mine um, who were on the production side. Um, in Johannesburg, we sort of got together and realized there was this um, this hole. And as all virtually non musicians, um, we decided to fill it on a to try and push up the professional levels of it. So, are you having to educate 
both sides of the market. You're working with corporates. Some of them are JSE. In fact, most of them are JSE listed companies. There's millions spent on those end, end of year events and mid year events as well. And we'll touch on the wedding market mm. and the smaller market as well for the one man band who's playing and does stuff. But the money is extraordinary in that corporate money. It is more than the normal gig that, say, for example, a Hot Sticks Mabuse might do or a Marrera that you manage might do when they get into the corporate space. Mm. But the responsibility is different. Am Very I correct? And, the, and there's a there's a quite a blurring because there's so many different kinds of booking agents in a sense that what I do is predominantly corporate. But you do get those people who just book for pubs, clubs, and restaurants, as I call them. You get the booking agents who book for festivals um, in different parts of the world. And then you've got the online agents who are doing um, where it's it's it, there's no um, face-to-face or telephonic conversation. It's all done online. Um, in different parts of the world, UK, US, the Europe, booking agents have a slightly different role. You, and it's a more important role, is it not, in that first world developed market? Much. It's see, it's it's given a lot more re- respect, actually. I think in in personally, because they are they are. Some of them are very large, very powerful organisations, um, and when someone, when when an act gets booked to a booking agent in the UK or the US, um, it's as it's like getting a record deal with Universal or Sony. It's it's a big deal. I mean, here we don't have that kind of gravitas as much, but we fulfil an incredibly important role because an event organiser on a corporate event for a large company with 500, 1,000 people hasn't got, is not, is bringing in a flower supplier. They're bringing in a decor company. They're bringing in a tech company. So they haven't got the time to be worrying whether the artists, the performers, the magicians have arrived, whether they've, are they dressed properly? Um, are they briefed properly? All of that. They don't have that time. So corporate A, me or Barry, our producer, wants to get hold of you to book three or four different entertainment entities for a night of entertainment. We're doing our annual awards in December. Is that the type of brief you would get? And then you say to them, well, give me the demographic of, of the company and these are the acts I suggest. Take us through that, that process on a, on a basic level. So that listeners can understand. Yes, that's pretty much how it comes. The brief comes in um, and we are sometimes given uh, an idea, a bit more of information about a theme, a bit more of information about who else, what else is going on. Are there are there speeches? Are there awards? Is there more of a production? Um it, it depends where the brief is coming from. Sometimes the brief is coming through a production company. Sometimes the brief is coming through an ad agency who are working then on behalf of the corporate or it's coming from the secretary to the CEO. Um, and unfortunately, that actually has 
had a bit of a negative effect on the event industry because we're very much part of the event industry is that unfortunately um, the the responsibility of events in some corporates has been left now to lesser experienced people. Is is it difficult when you say lesser experienced people? Do you then have to go and almost present and and sell what you're doing? And second part to to the point that, that you're making, how must the artist present themselves to you so that you can pitch to corporate Barry. Mm. I'm the singer. I've got great songs. Mm. What do you need to get corporate Barry to book me? Well, I, I had a, I had a conversation with um, some fellow agents, of which there's about six in Cape Town, and um, one of the biggest things is speed. When we get that brief. We have to turn it round really fast. And if the artists that we're looking for, who we've now decided based on our experience and either the specific, the client has said, I definitely want that artist or please give me some suggestions. And now it's up to, to me to find people who I think is suitable for this event. Now I have to start to look for them. And I have to start to email and I have to start to WhatsApp and phone and find phone numbers. And the speed with which the reply comes in is crucial because if I don't supply the quote, if it's fast enough, within a reasonable few days, they're going to look somewhere else. They're going to ask somebody else. Um, and then every me and everybody who I've proposed is going to lose out. I mean, you, we, we were chatting in preparation for, uh, for this discussion. And if you just tuned in, it's just after nine on Cape Talk. We're speaking to the eminent agent, um, Leslie Wells from Star Trackers, talking about what an agent does to, to amplify the business of entertainment. Um, in, in prep for this discussion, you said you're booking for 2024 already. And you spoke to some name acts. Um, and they said, oh, no, we're not taking bookings for March 2024. That's completely yeah. bizarre. It is bizarre. I mean, yesterday um, I had a very interesting conversation with a colleague of mine who's in Dubai. And if you go on to What's on Dubai or Time Out Dubai, you will see that they have got big gigs happening for May 2024. September 2024. Now, they are the, na- the acts are named. So how is it possible that we can't be able to take, to get, take a booking for March 2024 from, for a corporate who's going to be putting down cash flow instantly to secure that date? Are there certain acts that, that corporates like in South Africa? Um, I think of a name, and I'm going to mention it. Um, Mikasa must be a favorite. Uh, Mafesiki Zoro must be a favorite. That certain of these corporates have these favorites. The late, great Johnny Clegg must have been inundated with corporate work mm. because of the messaging that he puts across. Mm. Do they look at that and realize, hang on, you're saying a couple of the wrong words. We don't want that Mm. on our stage we have shareholders to look after mm. is that important look any any kind of profanity is instantly um, a black mark 
um, a comedian who swears, a, an act who uses derogatory language is going to n- not work in the corporate w- world because the word gets out really fast. If you're doing an event where you've got a board of directors sitting there and you can imagine they're sitting on other boards as well, I promise you that word by the end of the week has got out, do not book that band, the, that comedian for, uh, for, for year-end functions. And suddenly there's no interest from a corporate perspective perspective if 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 yeah so but the comedians have learned to tell to to if they want to work that market they've learned um to clean up their mm-hmm. act for that as opposed to an act if they go onto uh, the stage at the Baxter or artscape and you see them at the ctic the act is different mm-hmm. it's complete it's different it's cleaner and it's more tame put it there I'm listening to this and I'm going, but I'm a young pub singer, as you mentioned, the agents who book for pubs and smaller venues and that. Um, Do you touch the wedding market? I mean, the wedding market in Cape Town is ginormous. Um, I've I've heard of millions being spent in in wedding season, as I call it, mating season runs from (laughs) February to March. It's huge. It is. Uh, Yes. you have to remember that the bride is the um, centerpiece mm. of of the wedding, and um, entertain. It's a it's a different animal. Weddings are a different animal because you're very much at the beck and call of the the whole the whole scenario, the whole experience. Um, but again, there are s- some acts. That have have um, have nailed it. They know how to work, and they you see them at all the weddings. You see them at on all the wine farms um, because they are happy to be flexible. Um, sometimes wedding timing doesn't always work the way that um, you know you'd like. You're never going to be on an in and out basis. If you're told you're performing at eight, you probably are not going to perform until half past nine. You have to be flexible, you know. When you're a hired gun in in these things, whether it be that wedding or that corporate, you have to play by their rules. You do. Do you go with and handhold the act that there is? Nobody disappearing. No, st- and I use in inverted commas stupidity mm. from the artist because ego does appear. Am I correct? It does. And um, we, m- it was a, it was a, a, a sort of a decision very early on in Star Trackers that we go to every single event, and for that very reason, because things happen. Um, the artist doesn't arrive quite when they're expected to, or there's a calamity. There's a drama with the event, and you have to um, you have to work around it. And me being there as the agent to be able to relay or look after the performer is one less thing that the event organizer has to worry about. And we've always believed that um, being on site. Um, is very very important. Um, um, f- yeah, it's it's a sort of a non-negotiable. We we go on to everything. You you're basically the the safety valve, keeping the artists safe and keeping clients safe. Yeah. 
because artists can go whoopsie do yeah. with the time. I mean, I, I remember working on a corporate with you. I think it was one of your bands, Three Tons of Fun or whatever. An enormous wedding. I think tons were supposed to be on at nine. They went on at 11 o'clock in the evening. Mm. But you keep them calm. Mm. And and you can't have, let's say the act is stuck in a in a a green room somewhere. What is a green room for listeners to I've heard that word. Well it mentioned can be many, the broom cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> it can be it, it can be somebody's office. It yeah. can be you know, uh, yes, it can be a container. Yeah. Um or it can be something really nice with couches yeah. and and food and stuff, but um, uh, it's the holding area basically for before the performance. It's it's the holding area where you keep artists and hopefully they keep warm and you give them something to eat and give them a cool drink um, and and keep them calm and ready until such time as there's a they ready they're ready for the performance. Yeah. So so basically. With a big corporate, the act would arrive at sort of three or four in the afternoon. You will stay on site till your show time is, whether it be nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night. That's yes. that's a given. Yes, you're not now deciding to run around here and run around there. That's not that's not happening. No, no, you stay on site um, because yeah, it's too difficult to manage if if you have people coming and going. So it's rather better to charge a little bit more. To keep them for on site for those hours, than to have them disappear and come back, or maybe come back late or something. It's too nerve wracking. How do you deal with acts who say, "Oh well, I'm selling out. I'm I'm doing a corporate. It's not what I do." In inverted commas, is that a crazy stance to have in in this day and age in South Africa? Um, look, it's a choice. They want if they want to make that choice, they must understand that they're. I think they're losing out because you never know who's in the room in a on a corporate event. Um, you don't know who's. Uh, yeah, it could you you. There could be a board member who is going to give you the next big break. I mean, I I've always had the thing of um, you you don't know who you're playing to. You don't know who's in the room. Just give it your best, even if it's a board dinner for eleven people. Um, you don't know who those people are. You know they they could be, you know they they could also be on the board of Bill Gates's foundation, foundation or, or something. So you know, mm. if you're just tuning in, it's the business of entertainment on Cape Talk. Just after nine p.m., I'm chatting to one of the really, really good people in the business, Leslie Wells, who is one of the top agents in South Africa, about what it takes to, to get into that corporate space where she mentioned there is a lot more money in inverted commas than if you were doing a, a normal gig somewhere else. The, the money is more. It's, is it 20%, 30% more that corporates just understand they need to pay for that privilege? Um, and then you would add your, your fee on top of that for putting the whole caboodle together am i right that's how the sort of financial idea works with yes. agents yes we generally put on it varies depending on the size of the amount but and i've never been had a fixed commission figure i vary it depending um but it can be from 10 to 20 percent depending on how much work you think is coming down the pipe <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but 
you, you then have the agent, you have the band, and you have sometimes a manager in between. Mm. You would deal with the manager to sort all those parameters out, and then the manager would tell the band where they got to be. Is that the safe way of doing it when you're dealing with the bigger acts in South Africa across the board? In the initial stages of getting the quotes and things, but once everybody's on site and everybody's in the green room, the manager is part of the ensemble and so therefore they dealt with uh, the band. Is If I can, if there are instructions, then they all get it simultaneously because you can't, uh, you can't in case there's a breakdown in communication. So it's easier then to just give one one in instruction to the collective of the band and the manager simultaneously. I'm a young person. I'm listening to this. I've got great skills. I'm playing. I'm doing gigs. What do you need from me as the artist to be able to present to a corporate? How do I put that package together to interest you to selling me forward? What are the key things? Well, Firstly is make sure that your phone number and your email address are on all your discoverable platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn if you've gone that far or a website. Um, when the email comes to you, try and reply or a WhatsApp, try and reply in a very quick turnaround time. Um, half a day is probably about as long as you can can be. We can wait, um, and then just be reasonable about the you know your your demands and the pricing. Um, ask lots of questions if you're unsure, um, but and also a good photograph, a small biog. I don't want 25 pages. Um, I just want a paragraph of your the stuff that you've been doing most recently. And it's it's if you have done other corporate work or if you've worked at a very prestigious wine farm or restaurant or uh, for and you know something that you're proud of, put it in because name dropping is important. If a big corporate knows that you've um, uh, that you've worked uh, at a at a big prestigious wine farm, they're more likely to book you because they know that you they actually understand the standard of what you or what they're trying to achieve with their event. That you know, they understand, you know them well. They they know that you understand. Um, and if you have a video clip, um, a <laughs> A decent video clip, which is, it's not difficult nowadays with smartphones to take a good clip of you and your band or you on your own or a handful of them. Have them store them, Google Drive, Dropbox, all these places where you can store stuff. Um, and a reasonably good quality pick, you know, mm -hmm. um, the... Video is quite a big deal nowadays. Clients, because corporates are relatively conservative, they really do want to see 
the best representation. So they're incredibly conservative. They're very conservative. You, you know well, I, I, I look after a poet, Sipokazi Jonas, and we did a massive corporate uh, a month or so ago um, at the, one of the big hotels in the waterfront, and they went down to the detail of what is she going to wear. Hmm. Yes, they wanted to hear the work first as well. They wanted to tick that box, and we gave them a paragraph, but they were more concerned, how are you going to be dressed that evening? Yeah. And there were five different pictures that we sent through, and then they went, okay, picture one. Hmm. But we had to tick that box. Mm. I knew, I knew it was a, I knew it was a make or break in terms of the discussions and and the events. So, it is difficult for young acts to do it, but they can do it. Am I right? They can break into that corporate market, because you also might have a harpist or a solo guitarist playing at the welcome drinks. It's not only the big thing on the big stage. Exactly, and often that's that's the entrance. Mm. Uh, You know, they're doing pre drinks and then. The next occasion, the, the the client has liked them so much, they'll they'll be doing the next pre-drinks drink of, for the next five years. <laughs> listen, free drinks are lucrative. I can know? imagine they they just as and and they fabulous to do because you're in and out and you you're finished by eight, you know, and you're home. But but it's that point that you've driven home so beautifully. You don't know who is in the room don't with know. these corporates. No, and so often there are people in in the crowd that are then going to have a 70th birthday, a 60th birthday. Uh, They happen to be the wife of a chief executive who's bringing in a a board meeting or a a husband who happens to, um, I don't know, organize the, you know, the, the E, Formula E, you know, something like that. You, you don't know who's in the room. And, and so you must, Present yourself in the very best way all the time. Where do you see going forward? We're on the second quarter, third quarter of the, of the year nearly, and, and 2024. Do you see the corporate market in South Africa changing, wanting different things, looking forward in in next six to 12 months? I think budgets are an issue at the moment. I think, and, and that's one of the things um, is that, Artists need to be reasonable about their pricing, and not um, uh, not for free, but reasonable. Because I think budgets are an issue, and they have to be flexible. So about those fees, I don't think it's a hard and fast rule at the moment. Um, I I think things are tighter than we imagine, and I think that a corporate is wanting to do a year end. They probably just don't have the budgets they had in 2019. Because it's a nice to have. It's not an essential, am I right? Unfortunately, entertainment is the very last item. They'll pick the venue. They'll pick the decor. They'll pick the flowers. They'll pick the food. And the entertainment is the very last thing that's booked. And the first thing that's thrown out when the budget is cut. But unfortunately, well, fortunately for me, it's the thing that's the most memorable. When you come out of a gala dinner, you don't remember the color of the tablecloth or the flowers. Much As much as I adore my decor uh, colleagues, um, they do remember whether they danced. They remember whether they had a good time on the dance floor, whether the band gave them energy to keep going for the next six months, or whether the DJ was fabulous. That's what they remember. 
It's been absolutely brilliant. Leslie, thank you for giving us of your pearls of wisdom for the last half hour um, on Cape Talk on the business of entertainment with me, Martin Myers, your host. And on a chilly Thursday night, we say thank you and good night. Leslie, any closing words finally? Just there's never been a better time to be discovered. So make yourself discoverable by putting those um, phone numbers and email addresses up boldly and prominently and yeah on answer that whatsapp there we go answer that whatsapp please <laughs> thank you very much leslie and thank you for coming in on this chilly thursday night the business of entertainment see you next thursday and thank you to our producer barry good night making rants and sense of SA's entertainment industry. Business of Entertainment with Martin Myers on K-Talk. On K-Talk.